Welcome to On the Way with Tony Chris. Each weekday, Dr. Chris will be discussing biblical passages, people, places, and prophecies. Tune in daily to start your day right and deepen your understanding of how to better walk the way and enjoy the journey. Here's your host, Dr. Tony Chris. Welcome to On the Way. This is Tony Crisp, and this is podcast number 47. I want to speak to you today about the Jordan River. The word Jordan means the one that goes down, and indeed it does, as we'll see in this podcast geographically, from high in the northern parts of Israel all the way to the Dead Sea, the lowest point on earth. And so let's jump right into the geography and topography of the Jordan River. I said at the very beginning of all of these podcasts that we were going to talk about passages, biblical passages, biblical places, biblical people, and biblical prophecies. And for those of you who have gone to Israel with me over the years, you know that the places are important. Israel is the most sacred piece of real estate on planet Earth. It truly is God's country. It is the land that was promised to Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and their seed. And indeed, it is occupied today by the children of Israel and uh, the portion that is theirs today and has been allotted to them today is only a small portion of the much larger land that will be given to them in the days ahead for all of us. And so as we go over these figures and these statistics, I hope that you will find that it's interesting to you and maybe learn something new about this great river called the Jordan. It begins in northern Israel and its tributaries are three. In Lebanon, there is a long river that is called the Hatspani. Sometimes it is referred to as the Schneer. And uh, you can cross that on the route while going to Caesarea Philippi. And many of the groups that go do cross the Schneer, coming out of one of the cities in the um, uh, north, Kiryat Shmona, the village of the eight. It is uh, approximately 150 miles, between 150 miles and 160 miles long. And the Hatsbani starts, it's the longest tributary going from the uh, north and the south of Lebanon all the way into the northern Israel. And uh, then there is the Dan, uh, named after the Dan goes down. And uh, it is sourced at the foot of Mount Hermon and is really part of a system of karst springs that flow and it's a uh, it's very pure water uh, crystal clear and even has rapids uh, in the park called the Dan Nature Reserve or the Dan Nature Park which is a national park in northern Israel today that you see when you go into the ruins of the ancient city of Dan and then the other third tributary besides the Hatspani or Schneer and the Dan is the Banyas. The Banyas begins in at the foot of Mount Hermon at the city that during the New Testament era was called Caesarea Philippi. And we will uh, study about it sometime in the future uh, in one of the podcasts. But these three tributaries come together to form the Jordan. And the part that is north of the Sea of Galilee is something like 60 miles 
uh, all together from where the Hatsbani starts all the way down to the Sea of Galilee. And as it makes its way out of the mountains and the foot of Mount Hermon, it comes to a beautiful valley called the Hula Valley. Now, there was a lake there. If you look at uh, maps uh, prior to 1947, and even after that, you will see a uh, large body of water, Lake Hula. And what it was was really a swamp uh, in between those two mountain ranges, the Golan and the high hills of the tribe of Naphtali. And so you have this great Syrian-African rift that begins in northern Syria and goes all the way to the central eastern part of Africa. And it is a rift in the earth that can be seen from space. The deepest part of it is where Jericho is, where the Dead Sea is. But that crack in the earth is almost 4,000 miles long. It is 3,700 plus miles long. And many times you see uh, pictures on many of the nature channels like Discovery and that Geo and so forth. And you hear about the Serengeti Plains and so forth. All of that is part of the great African Rift Valley. And uh, the Jordan Valley is part of that Syrian African Rift that's nearly 4,000 miles long. And so you have this Jordan, the Hula part of it, and at the top of one of the mountains there that's overlooking the Hula Valley, that's where you have the city of Hazer, a Hebrew Hatzor. And um, you remember Joshua conquered that on his northern campaign, burn it to the ground. The ruins of that is still with us today. A great archaeological dig, which, by the way, they have found the layer where the ashes are, where Joshua uh, would have burned that city to the ground, just like the biblical record says that he did. But as you make your way through that, that was one of the chariot cities uh, of Solomon that guarded uh, that great Hula Valley, just like Megiddo, uh, the Jezreel Valley, and Gezer, the Ayalon or Ajalon Valley, that is uh, west and south of Jerusalem. And so you have these great valleys, but back to the Jordan River for about 60 miles it runs and it makes its way down 600 feet, almost 700 feet below sea level to Lake Canaret. Uh, the Canaret is a heart-shaped lake called in our English Bibles the Sea of Galilee. The Sea of Galilee, main tributary uh, and source is the Jordan River, which has its three sources and then all of the wadis and runoffs leading off of those mountains into that Rift Valley. They flow into the Sea of Galilee. The Sea of Galilee is seven miles, seven and a half miles wide at its widest point. It's about 14, 14 and a half miles long, and the Jordan River runs into it the north at 12 o'clock it comes out at the south at six o'clock and makes its way uh, all the way down another 75 miles to what we call the Dead Sea, Yam Hamelik, the Salt Sea uh, in the Bible. And so the Sea of Galilee empties out into what's called the Lower Jordan. Now, where it empties out, there's another tributary that comes in from a huge crack in the earth, a huge wadi, and that river is called the Yarmouk. Now, in the Bible, especially in the Old Testament, you have these great canyons that are carved by these rivers, and they were the boundary lines. For instance, the boundary between Gilead to the south and to the east of the Jordan 
was bounded by the Yarmouk, and north of that was Habashan, the Bashan. And you read about that in the book of Amos and other places. Uh, the prophets would always uh, mention it as a great tabletop pasture land, high ground. And uh, But that was divided by the Yarmouk River that runs into the lower Jordan, that 75-mile 70 stretch that the Jordan River runs from the Sea of Galilee, empties out, and goes into the Dead Sea. And it is a meandering winding river and as it makes its way to the Dead Sea it goes uh, after just a few miles uh, you run into what is called the in the Bible, the Jabuk, the uh, Yabuk River. Uh, the Jabuk is where you have another dividing line between the Gilead and what was below it would have been part of what would then have been the mountains of Moab just below that. And when you make your way geographically on the drive, driving down the Jordan Valley, when you get to the Jabuk, which is uh, on the eastern side across the Jordan, on the eastern side of the Jordan, you are directly across from that in uh, Wadi Farah, which leads you to uh, Shechem, to Shechem. And so Abraham would have made his way down through these mountain ranges, and he would have crossed, I believe, uh, where the Jabuk is, where Sukkot is, and he would have come in across there at uh, a ford in the river near what is called Adam Ford, and he would have come across and uh, gone up Wadi Farah into uh, Shechem and then would have gotten up on the mountains at Mount Gerizim and made his way all the way down to the south to Beersheba along the uh, Patriarchal Highway, which is the western high road uh, that would have led all the way from that break in the mountains at Shechem all the way down uh, to Beersheba in the south. And so the Jordan River Valley runs between these what were different nations prior to the children of Israel coming out of Egyptian bondage. And so you would have had all of these different rivers, these tributaries to the Jordan that would have divided the land. For instance, in the south, as far south as you can go, down past the Dead Sea to the Red Sea, you would have had the land of Edom, where Esau would have been, the Edomites, and uh, they would have come up to the Zered Brook, and from there it would have been uh, Moab, and Moab would have gone up to about the Jabuk, and then from there would have been Gilead all the way up to or Ammon during the days of uh, Joshua. Uh, all the way up to the Yarmouk. And so these, when you look at these on the map, you can see these great canyons that have rivers in them feeding into the Jordan. So this Jordan Valley was very fertile and was very deep. It was a huge crack in the earth that led to the Dead Sea. And the Dead Sea is uh, the lowest point on earth, 1,300 feet below sea level, near Jericho, which is the lowest city on the planet. And so this is where the children Children of Israel would have been in that eastern side, that eastern slope or valley coming off the hills of Moab in the valley of Moab, and it would have been there that they would have crossed the Jordan. Near where they would have crossed the Jordan is where we read in the Gospel of Matthew, in those days John the Baptist came preaching in the wilderness of Judea, saying, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. For this is he who was spoken of by the prophet Isaiah, saying, The voice of one crying in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord and make his path straight. 
And John himself was clothed in camel's hair with a leather belt around his waist, and his food was locust and wild honey. That's for another podcast. Then Jerusalem, all Judea, and all the region around the Jordan went out to him and were baptized by him in the Jordan, confessing their sins. And as you know, Jesus came from what was the Roman province of Perea and came and was baptized in the Jordan River not far from Jericho, not far from the entrance into the Dead Sea, which was a terminal entrance and there was no outlet, and hence the evaporation and why it's called the Dead Sea, because it only takes in but does not give out. And so this Jordan River has always been a dividing line in the ancient world, and it is a dividing line today. It is the longest border for modern-day Israel between the land of what was once called Transjordan, after World War One, and then the kingdom, the uh, Hashemite kingdom of Jordan today. And King Abdullah is uh, the king there today. And uh, they're in a peaceful relationship ever since uh, his father signed a peace treaty with Israel back uh, decades ago. And so this is the Jordan Valley that we go up and down when we're there touring. And many of you, even as you've been listening to this podcast, you can remember the beautiful change of scenery from the green of the Galilee, which gradually became brown and more brown and more brown until it was absolute desert around Jericho. And then you saw Jericho, that beautiful city of palm trees and true oasis. And one of the oldest cities in the world debated as perhaps the oldest city in the world that is still in existence today. And so that's all about the Jordan Valley. Just wanted to get you up to date on the Jordan while we're on the way. This is Tony Crisp. Thanks for listening to On The Way with Tony Crisp. Tune in every weekday for information on biblical passages, people, places, and prophecies. Fridays are for your questions. Email your questions to questions at tonycrisp.org. Then just listen for your question to be answered on Friday's podcast. That's questions at tonycrisp.org. Thanks for listening and have a blessed day on the way.